0: what's up dash friend welcome back to taking sides of marriage podcast ash how the um, heck are you doing
1: i'm doing great i think you should start this one out kind of like summarize what we're going to do and just read the headings of the like the five emails that we're going to read
0: we've got some fiery sounding ones okay. today brother and sister-in-law and fiance help and then we've got mother-in-law slash monster-in-law got some in-law emails today
1: Thanks.
0: money and lies tell me more hilarious grandparent sayings and weird food things. Okay, got that one from Aspen coming. And then we got I'm bad at talking frowny face. Ready? Ready. I want to hear all these. Let's do it.
1: Hey, everyone. You're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us the dashleys
0: everybody wants advice on their relationship issues but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes taking sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us dallin and ashley as well as from special guests from time to time
1: we'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful maybe helpful and definitely entertaining
0: so please send in your submissions to taking sides with the Dashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts
1: cool let's go let's go
0: first off ash happy anniversary a few days ago thank you ash and i just celebrated 6 years Learned a lot had a lot of highs had a lot of lows
1: how glad I am that our wedding was a balmy 80 degrees Versus our six-year anniversary, which was a balmy and rainy 40 degrees.
0: It's weird. It's like we had to turn on our heater in june.
1: It's june people. It's never
0: happened like that before But it is this year But on the on the positive side tell me we're happier together than we've ever been
1: It's just crazy
0: we have learned so much over the past six years about understanding, More acceptance, over the not past trying. One year, over the past one year, yeah, understanding and not trying to change the other person and validating the other person, even if you don't agree with it, that's okay. Feelings and emotions are okay, and they need to be validated. Actions don't have to be okay. You should like learn to act, according and compromise and like act appropriately and stuff. But feelings and emotions should be validated, should be honored because to respect the feelings and emotions is to respect the person. Yeah. That's what we've learned. Yeah, I think we just trust we've understa- each other. We have un- learned how to give each other space.
1: We've learned to, you've I think we've learned how to give ourselves space.
0: Learned how to give ourselves space. Learned a lot about self-respect, taking care of yourself so that you can take care of other people. Just trusting we've each other, how like how to wanting trust each other to be
1: best friends.
0: Uh-huh. Mhm. And yeah, it all comes down to like trust. I think trust you is too. like humongous. You know, like vulnerability and trust and then if something
1: like comes up like validating. your first thought is I wonder I wanna make this okay for Ashley or like you know, like how can how can I help this work for Ashley or like is you know like you know, like if things come up it's not like what will someone else think or what does someone else want me to do? It's I wanna talk to Dallin or I wanna talk to Ashley and and figure out how to make this work for both of us. It's a beautiful thing. Like trusting that you're going to do that and that I'm going to do that no matter what comes up. Like how can I make this work for both of us? Not just me or not just you.
0: And this year I have just finally caught a glimpse of the true joy of having like a true life partner and companion versus what I thought a wife should be, you know?
1: Yeah, it's been really good.
0: And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's so beautiful. All right. That being said, Ash, let's take all of our, our cheer and... And well, oh, I wanted see? to say
1: really fast, if you guys are soul, I don't know if there's many of you out there, but people who only listen to the Taking Sides podcast, like maybe you found us on the podcast platform. We have another podcast called Big Little Life with the Dashleys where Dallin and I kind of dive more into our personal life. And if you, I want to know if you're out there, like, please let us know if you're only a podcast listener. If you don't know, like we also have a vlog that Kind of like invites you into our home and helps you get to know our family, and that's on Facebook Enjoying and YouTube. Join our
0: adventures on Facebook and YouTube. The Dashleys there, just the dashes everywhere. Yeah, Instagram. We're all over the place, debating if we want to start a TikTok, TikTok or not.
1: I don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's just we're already doing so many other things. Food blog, the dot com. Oh yeah. Take photos and videos of food and I'm share just our favorite like, recipes.
1: Re- so I just go over to my grandma's house for the most part and find all of her like. Like the recipes that she's written down from like 50 years ago, or like that her her mom gave her, or her grandma gave her, like the traditional like all of the golden like best family recipes, ones that we the ones that I grew from up family parties, like and stuff. loving eating. It's kind of like my family history work, like yeah. compiling these. And then there's also ones that I've figured out on my own, but most of them are just like the recipes that my family makes for all of our like all of our best dishes, and I'm turning them into a food blog, and it's really like it's one of my more favorite things to do.
0: Yeah. Um, And that's what we do for a living. It's like crazy, abnormal, unorthodox way to like to live and to it's like but that's like our business and it's the coolest thing. And we're going to do this for as long as we can, as long as you guys enjoy watching and listening to us and following our recipes. And we have backup plans for if there ever comes a day where you guys don't like listening or watching Watching to us. Yeah,
1: I'll go back to donating plasma.
0: Actually go back to donating plasma. <laughs>
1: Teaching kindergarten.
0: <laughs> and I'll go back to Yeah, no, plugging like plugging away the numbers. Plugging numbers. No, I do videography and photography as well. And I guess if this ever ended, I would just email five thousand realtors and say oh, I'm gonna come take photos and videos of your listings for you. That's my first backup plan. And then go back to weddings and just be a consultant for i don't know social media and stuff like that that's
1: your plan my backup plan is moved from our get in our get our trailer the trailer we may or may not buy eventually soon move into that sell our house move to a piece of land probably my parents land in georgia pay and it off with the equity from our house in homestead and live and off the just land live
0: there with no payments a month besides their cell phone and internet that's my backup plan there we'll we see go. what happens there's make money to keep our way of life or literally become no money a and pioneer change our way of life that's it. Anyways, that's a little bit about us. We should introduce ourselves more often. I feel like.
1: Yeah, we just never do because like
0: just... fifty thousand new people follow us every month on Facebook, and like five thousand a month on YouTube, and Instagram's growing a ton. I just feel like we should introduce ourselves more often.
1: Fifty thousand is just a number that I can't really
0: conceptualize. It's so it's so crazy. It's hard to conceptualize that. Like. Like we're approaching a million followers on Facebook. It's it's like such a – it's like a daunting – I don't know. I feel like a weight. Like I need to make good content or something. But I, I shouldn't feel that. It's just I need to be my normal self. Yeah. And I feel like I do a pretty good job of that. But sometimes it's just daunting to think about. Like a giant like Super Bowl football stadium holds what? 50,000 people?
1: I don't know. A lot.
0: How much does the biggest stadium hold? Let me just – don't every time down looks this up he's afraid to vlog for a week so you
1: shouldn't look this up
0: (laughs) biggest football stadium michigan stadium hundred and seven thousand people. people you picture those giant stadiums with like the sea of people 100 that's crazy Mm -hmm. that's so crazy to think about anyways what we're trying to say is we love you and we're so grateful for you guys and your support and you are literally the reason that we get to do what we do and as long as you keep watching and listening we'll keep doing what we're doing
1: Yeah, and we hope it, like, you know, adds to your life in some small way, whether it's just, like, you laugh at something we say or if we actually pass on some good advice or...
0: Really, I just... If we made you smile, then I will feel good about what I do for a living.
1: You know, there's so much content out there, like, the things our kids watch, like, Number Blocks. That's George's new favorite show on (laughs) Netflix, and it's literally about Unifix cubes, like, counting each other.
0: (laughs) And talking. Yeah. Like... Hey, yeah, that's good content for a three-year-old. It
1: is good content. I'm just saying like, we don't, you know, it doesn't have to be, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. People are always telling me they're so, af- they want to vlog and they're so afraid. And I'm like, have you seen number blocks? <laughs> like you can beat that. Uh-huh. Anyone can beat that.
0: All right. Should we dive into some emails? This is from Ellie. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, thanks for all your entertainment on my way to work. I'm currently emailing you from my future brother and sister-in-law's house. Because I'm sitting here awkwardly and uncomfortably, LOL. There is a six-year gap between my fiancé's brother and his wife, and me and my fiancé. So, like, theoretically, they're like 36, and then Ellie and her fiancé are like 30. Okay. Okay.
1: A six-month or year.
0: Six-year gap. Okay. I like them and get along just fine. There are just much fur- they are just much further ahead in life, and it's hard to relate in conversation. It doesn't help that I. I am a school teacher, and she is a nurse, so we have very different personalities. I'm writing to you because we come here a lot. Like I said, I love them, and it's important to have a good relationship, but we stay here way too late at night. I'm not a huge social person. This is me! And I would rather just spend...
1: It's like I'm writing ...quality to you.
0: time with my man late at night instead of watching him and his brother scroll through Facebook at their house. Oh. We spend time with my family, but my siblings are all younger, and it's a different dynamic. Every time we bring this up with him, he gets a 10... He gets attended that I uh, attended. Annoyed? Maybe annoyed? Maybe it was autocorrected for annoyed. That I don't want to spend time with his family, but that is not the case at all. Any help would be appreciated.
1: All I have to say is there is a time for visiting and there is a time for sleeping and being at home. And people have very different standards of what those times are. Welcome to a
0: relationship where two different people are trying to make life work together. If the sun
1: is shining, that's visiting hours. If the sun is not shining, that is not visiting hours. For me,
0: the fun starts when the sun goes down.
1: And I cannot even tell you how many like traumatic fights that this has gotten Dallin and I into
0: not anymore because we talk about it beforehand and establish when we're going to leave. So we're both on the same page and stuff.
1: Right. It's just like, I just, or like, if
0: I want to stay later, we just like if, plan that in, or
1: maybe Dallin goes alone. One maybe time I'll go by just myself. So can just You know, like do family, like they like to play games and it's hard to play games when the kids are around. If it's going to be like a late game night, I just can't st- like, I literally cannot stay awake and I love your family And I love going over there during daylight hours. I'm a daylight girl. (laughs) Daylight hours. Daylight.
0: We stay later sometimes, but like, or often than not, like my, my older brother, uh, they have kids too. And they're putting their kids down and stuff. I know. But it's that,
1: I'm just saying like, everyone is different. And that's just me.
0: When we're all sleeping together, it's fun to. You'll usually, like, we'll go to bed and you'll, I'll say goodnight to you and stuff, and then I'll go back down and hang out with my brothers. And it's no big deal. I used to get all it worried used to be and big wonder deal what a deal I was
1: like, can I just go to sleep? But Dad? then I'm just
0: like, accept Ashley for who she is and not let it bother me at all. And she's like, love you, my boo. See ya. I'll see you in a while. I'm going to be my I don't not love you.
1: I just don't want to play.
0: And whether you do r- or not. What is do it not, called? Like, Cubits?
1: There's like a block game. We have all sorts They're of all games great games. Play. They're great games. I just. I don't play games often and I never play them after 8 p.m.
0: And I used to, I don't even know why. I used to like get offended or scared or wonder why Ashley didn't come we play with me. We were just like, me. we had to go to bed at the it's same just time. Like, but now I just now like just, accept her as a human being. This is who... what we
1: do now. <laughs> I hang out happily all day. You know, kids bedtime rolls around and it's essentially my bedtime. I just need my time. Buy a new season of bringing up baits, <laughs> Dylan plays games downstairs. <laughs> yep. I put the kids to sleep when they're asleep. I just have TV time with Ashley.
0: And it's just like acceptance and it. it's a beautiful thing. And
1: I just recharge. Yeah. Even at my own family reunions, my family essentially is made up of clones of myself. And a bunch of at my fam- do you Did you notice that at my family reunion, people like hide away and they're like, where's grandpa? Where's uncle? Like, where are they? Yeah. And I just- guess
0: we're just a lot more social we're social
1: it's just just like i don't know what's like a bat what's like a toy that runs out really fast um i don't know like you know like george's little drill toy if you like do it for 20 minutes
0: like small batteries
1: oh no george's george's car the car that he drives around go recharge your batteries. it goes once around the block and then it just needs to plug in
0: and i've learned to respect that alan
1: is more like his scooter or his like what's like something we have that can just go and 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 go
0: um, Besides
1: you, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, baby, it's just we're just different. Uh, yeah, just like my scooter goes for twenty nine miles on a single charge. Baby. There you go. There we go. Segway your scooter. Yes, four.
1: <laughs> I got down a Ashley scooter got me for the best his birthday. birthday. Present. It's awesome! I, I bought an illegally obtained scooter from a garage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, straight from the black market. Um, go watch the vlog to see; it's coming out soon. He came in yesterday and he was like, I just yeah it. so it comes down to just having a game plan beforehand because you're each other's person and you care more about each other and what you think than what anybody else thinks and that's it like, all you
1: have to say is ashley's a sleeper when the sun goes down <laughs> ashley goes to bed when <laughs> Every... the sun
0: goes down she'll be snoozing yes that's it
1: she'll be sleeping she'll be all, all right night. she may watch a show in the morning <laughs>
0: eat some popcorn and some ice cream when she likes to eat down. her dinner
1: in her bed all right
0: that's it okay that's ellie it. um hopefully you've gleaned a little bit from us and how we've dealt with this
1: just and know you guys
0: can have the conversation just come up with a game plan before your next outing it
1: just maybe your life is not the fantasy that your husband envisioned like Dallin envisioned me being just like
0: a total gamer
1: pulling a board game out of my <laughs> coat at 2 a.m and being like well i brought Who this wants one guys to play
0: stratego <laughs> And I'm just not that girl.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm not.
0: All right. Next. Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. All right. Next. We got another mother. We got another in-law issue, Ash. Mother-in-law. Okay. It's time. Hello. My husband and I have been together for six years. Twins. Twins. They're twins with us. Oh yeah, six years, sweet. We have one-year-old boy and are due in December with our surprise baby. Hello. They had a surprise baby too, just like us. My mother-in-law openly refers to our to her other grandkids from my husband's brother. Openly, openly oh, prefer. Sorry, my mother-in-law openly prefers her other grandkids from my husband's brother. She spends more time with them, posts about them more on social media, does and she spoils just spoils like, them more.
1: Does she just get along better with the wife though?
0: It's hard to know. Our son is like an afterthought. It makes me so mad. Now that we're bringing another baby into the world, I really don't even want to expose our kids to this. They're going to notice it as they grow older. I'm at a loss of what to do.
1: Ooh, just do what my parents did. So I had a grandpa. I have a grandpa. And he's a great grandpa. But, you know, like, he just... There were things that he did that my parents didn't, like, want to explain to me. Like, like he drank some alcohol often. Um, (laughs) and we just, I just knew him as silly grandpa. And that's what I called him. I called him silly grandpa all the time. Um, and anything that he did was just because he was so silly. So you could call this grandma, silly grandma. (laughs) Oh, she's just silly. Or like, I don't know, just like it, don't make it about your kids. Just make it about their personality. Like It's just like who that grandma is. It's not like she doesn't love you. She's just silly. That's a lame answer, but that's what my family did.
0: That's how Ashley's parents handled it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So our friend here says, do I bother saying something to her or just stop trying to have a relationship w- with our son on her? Uh, my husband is at the point where he doesn't even see a point in trying with her. Yeah. My mom... Of the podcast Oh, not blocks. my mom.
1: Sorry. I was meant to say my sister. My sister has read her and her... They've been married like, five years longer than us, or four years. I think they just had their 10-year, it's, they're almost to 11 years, um, and they read, they've read a lot of books, and one of their favorite um, kind of, like, mantras that they've read about and discovered or learned is the only relationship that you can control is your relationship with your child, and it's not effective or productive or worth the effort to try and control someone else's relationship with your child or, or like, your child's relationship with someone else. So, grandparents aren't being how you want them to be or you know like or anyone aunts and uncles brothers and sisters it's not something you can control and your kid will learn how to the only consequence of that will be that your mother-in-law will not have a great relationship with her grandkids when she should have when she could have but it's not something you can control you can maybe control bringing other wonderful people into their life that they can have beautiful meaningful relationships with Um, and it's unfortunate that maybe they won't be close to that grandma, but it sounds like your husband isn't super close to her and you're not super close to her. Um, but I'm sure there's other wonderful people who you're close to, who can have a place in your child's life, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but you can't control like, and, and I think people try and do that and stress about that. Like, I want, I want grandma and grandpa to be this for my kid. Like I want them to have this perfect situation and you're not dealing with perfect people. You know, you're dealing with people who have their own issues and their own decisions and beliefs and opinions and who are obviously doing things that are hurtful to you. Um, so it's just not something you can t- control. You can only control your relationship with your child. You can't control someone else's.
0: Yeah. To go all seven habits on you, there's your circle of influence and then your circle of concern. And your circle of concern is your kid's relationship with their grandma and all that stuff. And if your grandma is posting an equal amount of your kid's pictures on social media as other kids' pictures and stuff. But it's not in your circle of influence. You can't influence that at all. So don't even... It shouldn't be in your circle of concern because you can't influence it. Only focus on what you do influence, which is your, your relationship with your kids. And then as you only focus on the things you can directly influence, your circle of influence grows. And your grandma might be like, wow, I'm, I I kind of miss those kids. What's going on? Or, and maybe not. And that's okay. Cause it's not under your circle of, cons. that's not something you're concerned about. And you're just focusing on what you can change. And that's it. I mean, most of the, I mean, I don't know your family dynamic, but 90% of the time your kids are just with you anyways. And if you, your grandma's you like really have... rude to your kids, then that's a different story. But if it's just like, I don't know.
1: It sounds like it's annoying. Like it. But they have your parents, I'm guessing. So that can be the beautiful relationship there.
0: And like the biggest, most important relationship is your relationship with your kids. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Like, don't let it bother you. It's not in your circle of control. You can't influence it.
1: I mean, you can be bugged by it. I would be bugged by it
0: it would be weird it's yeah. like you know like it's kind of like sad like you on, you,
1: you want to have this baby and you want to have people be so excited and, you can't literally and make love the it.
0: grandma like post more pictures of your kids or, so it's just i think not, it's
1: more like she doesn't seem to love seem them to love as
0: them as much yeah so it's just something that you can't control so i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about it and just focus on your relationship if with you your don't kids. want
1: your kids to experience that then just don't hang out like don't make an effort to be around them as much if you yeah. if that's kind of like if you guys are both
0: if she does something like bluntly like blatantly like rude or like condescending or weird you just sh- i would call her out i'm like sorry i'm just i'm confused or i'm interpreting it that this way is that accurate like can you explain to me what's going on here because your intentions are coming off to me as this like help me understand because i don't really understand it and i want to have a loving relationship to you but that just seemed a little off to me something like that you know
1: yeah also i mean like this might not be for everyone but one of my mantras is I don't compete, you know. Like I'm not gonna beg you to love me. I'm not gonna beg you to love my kids. Like I'm not gonna. I don't know. Like make myself feel bad and and just like kill myself to try and please you, to just like make you like me. Like I don't compete. Like you can be nice to me and want to be my friend, and I'll be nice to you and want to be your friend. But if you don't want to be nice to me and be my friend or my kids' friend, like I'm not gonna. You don't need them. I'm to not like gonna you per, to com- like pursue yourself. that or fight for that.
0: Yeah, you don't receive validation from people liking you or not. Your validation comes from within. So I think that's healthy. All right, moving on to the money and lies one. Dear Dallin Ashley, please do not use my name. I love following your blogs and podcasts and I'm curious to see what your thoughts are here. My fiance, my fiance and I have been together for four years, have lived together for the past two years. We recently bought a house together. We have always split everything 50-50, even though I make considerably less. I'm a first grade teacher. Oh. i'm fine with pulling my own weight i am so excited for our future together but recently my fiance confessed to spending a large amount of money close to two thousand dollars in less than two months on a game he played from his phone whoa oh if it is eight ball pool i can see where that's coming from you can spend a lot of money real fast on there no i spent two dollars a few times trying to do a, a trick shot
1: get out (laughs) <laughs> one of my rules is we don't spend money on it okay, unless it's the plant app. <laughs> we've considered that
0: <laughs> two thousand dollars on a game seems a bit excessive to me. I mean, he said that money. he felt ashamed and embarrassed and didn't want to tell me that he has a problem. So I don't know, maybe it's like a gambling one or something like kind of. Addicting. I don't know,
1: or it's just like addicting to play these games and want to it keep is. It going. Really is. Like they make them to make you feel like you need to spend money.
0: That's how they're designed I to can't. literally pump adrenaline and, and dopamine and serotonin. Like chemicals in your brain to get you to want to spend like pokemon, money that's how people pokemon design these games. go
1: is that what it's called i can't tell you pokemon go my what? dad like loves not because my dad loves it for him but he plays it with the grandkids and they're uh-huh. like we're out of pokeballs and they're just right there you could just get a hundred more for like yep. i don't know five bucks yep it's not hard to do not
0: hard at all maybe it was pokemon go that he spent two thousand bucks on Okay, anyways, um, I asked him a few weeks ago if he was spending money on it and he lied to me. Above all else, I'm upset with the lie and secrecy involved. He has apologized and promised not to do it again, but that doesn't feel like enough. How do I forgive the lie and fix this without micromanaging his finances? Um, So let's see. It's so you're not married, but you are engaged.
1: I would just let him know like it's your money. It's not my place to tell you what to do with it. Like it's concerning to me, but it's your money. Like you do you.
0: If I, if I might say bef-
1: something, I don't know. Like I would be kind of wary to combine finances and get married if he's has a uh, like. So, it sounds kind of like an addiction to spending money on his phone. You know, like yeah. If he can't say no and he's feels a sh- like he feels like he's sucked into the point where he doesn't understand like why he would do this and it's not money he wants to spend. He just does and.
0: Like if this has only been going on for two months and it's the first time he's done it and he's apologized and promised not to do it again, like I would, like people aren't perfect. I would, I would be like, awesome. Thanks. Let's talk about this. I do. I like, I love you and I, I want to like help through each other's like weaknesses and issues because I love you. And that's what like trust and commitment is all about. And like, I just want to, I just want to understand like how that happened and see how we can help it from happening again. Cause finances are important thing that we want to be on the same page on obviously yeah. and
1: like he's not lying because he's a bad person he's lying because he obviously he's was ashamed of it ashamed and that's why he kept it he for, And something. he's probably
0: in his head going through how he's going to tell you and then he finally confessed to you and that's honorable at least he hasn't been he's not, not not still hiding it it's honorable that he confessed and apologized promised not to do it again like i would i would be proud of your husband for doing that a lot of people would just yeah you know, or I mean, some Dylan people would and just i lie
1: to each other all the time <laughs> the other yeah. day who ate all these chicken nuggets <laughs> not me <laughs> who farted yeah. was it that, was you? The dogs. Was that the dogs i blame it on the kids all the time
0: yeah no you but know? if this has been like a pattern that's been going on lying and it's, but it's like one time i would i would i wouldn't be so hesitant to ever like to to lose all trust in him and stuff i and would feel look like beyond you have to it you know like finances. he's just
1: ashamed that he's gotten into a position it's totally where he's normal to get pulled
0: into games they're very very well designed
1: control of his uh, you know like he mm. can't He's kind of lost a little bit of his own control over himself.
0: Yeah, this is like your first big thing that you... This could be your first thing that you help each other get through together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so like I wouldn't feel the need to all of a sudden start micromanaging his finances. You can't control another person. Control is an illusion.
1: And you guys aren't... And
0: trying to control him will only frustrate you and, and make him resent you.
1: But right now it seems like it's kind of one of those things where you almost want to have that conversation. Like I choose you... Like, I don't choose you because you're perfect or because you're exactly what I want. I choose you because I love you and I, and I'm your friend. And like, as your friend, like I, I want to be there to help you and talk to you. And if you're struggling with this, I want to know about that. And I want to be someone that you come to because you trust and you know, I'm not going to leave you over little things. Like I want to be there for you.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, money is a, obviously a really important thing. Like you got to have money to live and survive. So you gotta stick within a budget. Like like we've talked about this before, having in your budget, having like your own personal discretionary money that you don't have to talk to the other person before you spend it. You each have like fifty bucks or twenty bucks or a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. And it like, sounds like And that he, can be whatever if he wants to spend that on his game, like he's got a hundred bucks there that you don't gotta worry about and it's all in your budget and you got it worked out.
1: It sounds like though you you don't have that. Like it's just kinda like you're in charge of fifty percent of the bills and I'm in charge of fifty. That's what I'm understanding. It may be different. So this could be a really great opportunity for you guys to like, kind of like have a come to Jesus. Show about that you money. support
0: him and love him and want to help him in his weaknesses, which is what you vow in your marriage to do. And just as he vows to do that for you, when you come to him with a weakness that you have I and mean, you would you can, want him to trust and love you instead of like, say he's got to control you now. You, you could know?
1: talk to him about why this bothers you. Like why you feel scared. Like I feel scared because I wonder if this is going to get worse. I wonder if you're... Please
0: express all those emotions to him. Hiding more
1: things. Like, I'm worried that I'm going to wake up one day and, and you're going to have a gambling addiction and all the, our money will be gone and we'll lose our house. Like, your mind kind of jumps really far ahead to those things and you can express that.
0: Yeah, please. And don't say... Don't put it on him like he's... Like Like you're, you're going to do You're assuming this. he's going to do that. Just say you have a fear that this or you're feeling anxious about this. You I, want to... You want to um, you're feeling, un, you're feeling hesitant about this, like share those emotions with him and get it all out there. But don't say, you did this, you did this. Just say, you're feeling this, you're feeling this and just have the conversation about, about that. And It'll be a really big trust building conversation where he sees that you're there for him to support him and you don't feel like you need to control him and that he can come to you with his weaknesses and that you are going to be a listening ear instead of a judger.
1: I would make a, some budget goals. Like what are some financial goals you guys have? maybe he feels like you know like he has nothing he's building towards so it's just like I don't know that's really helped me and Dallin to have like a bigger goal like we're saving for retirement or we're saving for this trip like we want to go to Turks and Caicos so we're not like throwing money around I'm just I do but like I'm not I'm just throwing out things you know like something to like a, a higher goal than just like, I have all this money and I want to play this game. It could be really easy for him to say no if he's like, oh, like we're planning this great trip to Hawaii. Like like we're saving as much as we can so we can go. Like I'd rather go to Hawaii than play this game.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Moving on to hilarious grandparent sayings and weird food things. Time here we to go. lighten it up a bit, Ash. These are my favorite. This is from Aspen. Hey guys, fellow U-tard here, as my dad would say, a <laughs> Utah, U-tah, <laughs> U-tard. My name is Aspen, like the state tree. I just started working at Amazon here in Salt Lake City and your podcast really helped me get through the very long and busy shifts. That's cool. Thanks for listening to us and we love Amazon. So thank you for all you do. I wonder if you've ever sent us any packages. Probably. Okay, let's hop into it. Starting with food things because we really should save the best for last. I love PB&J sandwiches with nacho cheese Doritos. Ooh. That's another person. Somebody else has said that too.
1: I don't do nacho cheese Doritos, but I have done.
0: But the, just the just chips. the tortilla chips, yeah. is a fun. That's crunch always in there, been. But I have not tried the cheese in there with the jelly and the. I'm
1: sure pepper. it's good. I mean, if you taste a Dorito, you don't necessarily taste nacho. I guess flavor. like the
0: Monte Cristo, you dip a cheesy meat sandwich into. Oh, that's jelly. true. It's a it's a mixture
1: that is very true
0: a mixture. but it's like swiss cheese it's not like a strong mm. i don't know anyways let, what's our other one my maternal <laughs> grandma dips graham crackers into orange juice oh thought it sounded nasty till i tried it now aspen does it too
1: now okay. Dallin dips graham crackers into frosting
0: mm-hmm. and then dip that into milk
1: oh i didn't know that stuff. yum
0: all right my mom's entire family pours milk over their cake at birthday parties it's best with german chocolate i eat muffins in in
1: milk like kind of like i'll drop my Ashley breaks up her muffins in milk that's how i do that so i get like i get the pathway we're walking down
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's not that's not too weird that's out of the norm i guess at birthdays where's the milk (laughs) but i see it it's yummy and it and it goes down easier yeah no choking on the cake there that does that ever happen (laughs) i almost choke on cake every time i eat it Did I eat it too fast? And that's
1: why you have your goals that you have now.
0: (laughs) All right, now for the grandparents things. My maternal grandmother always says, oh, doggone it, when a kid bumps their heads. Not sure where it comes from or what it means, to be honest. Doggone it. I've heard that. Doggone it. So these ones are just too funny. Not actually my grandpa, but my half-sister's grandpa on her mom's side is quite the character. Some of his favorite quotes are just too funny. When my someone claims to be not hungry at a mealtime, he always says... If you don't eat, you don't poop. And if you don't eat, you die. Or wait, oh, let me just say that again. If you don't eat, you don't poop. And if you don't poop, you die. Thank you, you right. Grandpa. Thank you, Grandpa. Everyone's <laughs> <My> like... Pers- <laughs> yep, I, that's what no, doctors okay. say every time I go. And my personal favorite is when he asks why he eats the fatty parts on steak. When he is asked he would, why he eats. When he is asked why he eats the fatty parts on steak, the parts you would normally feed the dog. He says, it's the good stuff. It tapers your turds and greases up your pipes so your bunghole doesn't clap shut. (laughs) His grandpa has a lot of poop sayings.
1: You know, it's something everyone thinks about.
0: (laughs) I, yeah. Anyways, me and my fiance have been really, you know, her grandpa would be a great person to make black tank videos on YouTube. If you don't know what Down's talking about.
1: We talked about this on Big Little Life and we're perusing the idea of purchasing a RV trailer for the family. And one of the things you have to do is empty the black tank.
0: Yep. Your grandpa probably knows all about Commonly those. Commonly a trailer.
1: by camping culture as the pooper.
0: Or the, what is, is in, um, Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation. where cra- they go in the RV. Shitter's the cra- full. Crapper, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, me and my fiance have been really wanting to country swing dance channel vlog wanting to wanting a country swing dance channel vlog social media thing. We're wondering if you had any tips to help us kick it Ooh, off.
1: Start it. down. and I used to watch those all cool. the time. And we used to go country dancing in Salt Lake all the time before we had children.
0: So would you like so would Aspen and her Would you teach the dances? Teach the dances? You, you should, should start that. a TikTok is Ooh, what you should do. That would be good. Dancing is all the rage on TikTok. <laughs> It's all people the, do.
1: the 80 year olds over here you know just, they just they, dance over you know, there the
0: teenagers half naked dancing this is my favorite app
1: <laughs> dance all the time on tiktok that's all they
0: do it's honestly why i don't even own tiktok I'm i just, just like, don't I resonate feel, with i feel it like as a, a pedophile platform. owning it
1: but i feel like if i got onto it i would resonate with it which is almost why i don't want to get on it because i resonate with so many apps right now that i almost have no life it's okay I just don't need another addicting social platform.
0: Yeah. All right. Here's the last one. Another, please don't use my name. Hello. I want to start off by saying I love y'all and your family so much. I've been watching your videos for the last two or three years. And I was so excited when you started doing Big Little Life on Spotify and taking sides because it was right at the same time I got a car. So I had something to listen to on my hour and a half long drives to my boyfriend's house on the weekends.
1: Podcasts are literally my favorite thing. Mine too. I have
0: started listening and exploring new podcasts. Colts is a host of good podcasts. There's one called
1: Colts and it's all about Colts and it's so great. Yeah. And there's there's just so many great ones.
0: I don't think this is really a taking a take aside type of situation, but I wanted some advice. To start, my boyfriend and I have been dating for a year and a half, and I'm actually moving in with him this summer after I graduate from college. Oh, congrats. When we first met, we both knew we were meant for each other. There was just some kind of amazing spark and we connected instantly. He's my first actual boyfriend, meaning not like those silly relationships in middle school or the first year of high school. I didn't really date much. That
1: was Dallin for me.
0: Yeah. I really didn't date much because I've always felt that school is more important. And if I met a guy, that'd be cool. But I wasn't going to go out of my way.
1: But it was mostly because no one would date me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If that makes sense. Within the last several months, I've found myself having so much trouble talking about big topics or even being able to explain how I'm feeling when I'm frustrated with some with something that happens well that's not normal at all no it is i know that was a joke sometimes i think our jokes are
1: lost in translation like that last one i made about how that's how i was i'm not assuming that's how you are i just used to tell people that i was just more concentrated on my work but really i was dying for a boyfriend and i just couldn't snag one (laughs) but i don't assume that of you
0: yeah when i'm upset i just kind of shut down and stop talking which I understand can be so frustrating oh you're a me but I end up telling him after I've calmed down what was bothering me mm. hey that's so normal by the way so normal I'm just process welcome to the club of some people need more time to process their emotions some people just are so in tune with their emotions and can and can verb or and can or verb, verbify verbalate we nor- learned mari- this wait what am I trying to say I don't some know. people are so good at, at
1: dictating
0: at, saying just verbalizing verbalizing their emotions and are so in tune with their mouth and their heart i am not
1: well we learned that there are two separate types of people people who can can think
0: (laughs) people who can think and people who can't no like no like talk to themselves in their head without speaking right like i can do that like i
1: can like organize my thoughts i can make lists i can almost like it's not like i'm talking to myself it's just kind of like there's a conversation, a thought conversation going on in my head. And
0: I am more of the like idea honing person. down to what's like, really going I on. I have concepts bouncing around in my head, but I am not really good at figuring out what I... He's like a blender. What I decide before I talk about it. You don't know it.
1: what it's going to taste like yeah. until you it comes Which up. is
0: so great to have like arguments with me. Right. Because I'm like, well, this. And then I'm like, well, this. And, and it's like, I'm wait like, a minute. What? You just said You've that. you said the opposite. Yeah. So taking some time is actually a good thing if you're both like understand... It, like, I'm I'm flustered right now. I want to take a little walk and organize my thoughts and come talk to you about this. That is okay to say. You yeah. don't have to just all of a sudden get into it. It's okay. And you're normal. By the way, our therapist said that this is so normal too. And he recommended that we get this stack of cards called mixed emotions. And it's literally just a card deck, deck of cards. And it's like 50 different emotions. And you can go through and just kind of develop your vocabulary around how you're feeling. Like I have the cards right here in my hand, just going through them. Creative, regretful, empowered, encouraged, hopeful, peaceful, you just kind guilty, of... discouraged, ashamed, angry, confused, bored. You can like, if, if you go through the, this deck of cards, it's called Mixed Emotions. We got it on Amazon, it's like 20 bucks. And could... it really helps you develop a vocabulary around how you're feeling.
1: Yeah, you just kind of flip through it and, and kind of pull out the ones that you're feeling and think about them more. And, and you can even use that to open up discussions with your partner where you say like these are the things i'm feeling
0: and it will help you if you're like me who or somebody who would just shut down when you're feeling big emotions and you really struggle uh, verbalizing them and then you just end up getting angry anger f- is a secondary emotion oh
1: okay
0: and anger and that means that there are a lot of other emotions going on before right, it like reached i struggle to point.
1: verbalize emotions and don't ever speak and Dallin struggles and then
0: I'll just start speaking before I know what my emotions are. And that causes more problems too. Anyways, let's go on with her email. She said, but I end up telling him after I've calmed down what was bothering me. See, that's good. And, and, uh, as long as you're both on the same page, like, look, I'm feeling flustered and flooded right now. I'm going to say things I regret. I just want to take a walk and then talk with you once I've calmed down a little bit. That is so normal. Take 20 minutes. Agree on the time amount, you know, right? 15 minutes. I've had a whole conversation about how when I'm upset, I feel like my thoughts are going a million miles a second. I'm going a mile a minute. What does Michael Scott say? I'm going Going a mile an hour. (laughs) That fast, fast, huh? huh? (laughs) I feel like I'm going a million miles a second. I just can't latch onto one thing and talk about it. You are like me, friend. I feel like I'm just having an overload of emotions, if that makes sense. And he understood, but couldn't relate since he doesn't feel that way. However, when I go through this, he still becomes extremely frustrated, which makes it it even harder for me to calm down and pinpoint exactly what I want to say.
1: It's just hard because a lot of, I feel like when you're in that space, you start to become unkind. Yeah. And so it, it does not help the situation. Here's
0: what happens in the brain too. Your prefrontal cortex, which is the rational thinking part of your brain, literally shuts down and the amygdala takes over, which is the fight or flight part of your brain, which is literally only concerned about survival. It's not concerned with happiness. It's not concerned with prosperity. It's not concerned with getting along with other people. It's only fight or flight. So if you are fi- if you jump into fight or flight mode and your prefrontal cortex shuts down in your brain, you're not going to be thinking straight anyways. That's what, that's what getting flooded is. That's what's getting flustered is. You're in fight or flight. All you want to do is fight. Or run away or flee and you're not going to be having much much productive conversation anyways if you're in fight or flight mode so if we calm down go do some push-ups go on a run go on a walk go like i would play the drums in high school that's what right. i would still do it's
1: just hard because it's not always a good time to just peace out
0: it's it, like give yourself five minutes to just like if you can just verbalize how you're feeling to yourself like Maybe like what, even say Brene Brown says pain, pain, pain as she taps her forehead, or like, like frustrated, frustrated, anger. <laughs> like she just verbalizes a little bit of what she's feeling just to try to get her, her prefrontal cortex moving again, and and not just be in that fight or flight amygdala part of your brain, the alligator. And part just of your try
1: brain. and have a rule. Like I try and do this where what I'm feeling should not affect how I treat people.
0: That's a good one.
1: So it's a, it's okay to have all your feelings, but it's not okay to kind of like belch out negative emotions on people
0: yeah so that's what we've done hopefully that's helpful again mixed emotion cards from amazon are like such a good tool to help verbalize and start thinking develop your vocabulary around all of your emotions because there are so many emotions some emotions in other languages uh, have words that there aren't even words for in english and like on these cards the mixed emotion cards there's three other similar emotions under the main emotion like for example this card right here is Uh, let me just pull it out like creative. And then on the bottom there's imaginative, inventive and expressive too. So really, really James is in here now. It's a really good tool that I would recommend if you are like me and really struggled putting words to how you're feeling. It's been helpful so much. Um, thank you so much for your emails. You guys, we love doing this so much. We're going to go play with our kids for the rest of the day. Jamesy, are you going to do a checkup on me? Thank you. She brought in her little medical toolkit. Okay. Love you guys. Uh, send more emails to taking sides with the at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. It would be cool to do follow-ups or what you guys think or any advice you guys have on the questions that we've been asked. That would be really cool. Also join in the conversation on the Facebook page, Taking Sides Facebook page. Um, go and be the one to post something and start the conversation there and put yourself out there and be vulnerable and people will really appreciate it sharing your stories. So thank you guys. We'll see you soon.